Hello, everybody. Welcome to Show Hoppers Lost Season Three Recap. Thinking of an episode recap. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Razzle freaking dazzle. I can't you believe it, Mr. Sal. We've made it to season three. Now, I can oppose to you for those of the listeners that don't know. Actually, you should know. We've made it to a recap now, and it's kind of a vital component that you've probably seen the podcast up until this point. But if you haven't, Mr. Sal, first time watching through Lost, he just finished season three. I've watched it up to a certain point, and I'll pose him the question I ask him every single time. Though this one might be a bit dubious, but I'm going to ask him anyway. Mr. Sal, <laughs> is this the last episode of Lost I've watched? No. Okay. You're correct. <laughs> I did watch Beyond This Point. This is not even an episode. Possibly. So, <laughs> we get to, we, 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 we're here at the recap, Mr. Sal. Our top five favorite episodes are bottom. Our bottom favorite episodes. It would be like, I mean, I, I heard there are least favorites, but are they our bottom favorites? Like, there are favorites to be on the bottom could be an interpretation okay um some of the character deaths how we feel about them titles how we feel about them and possibly moving forward what our plans are how do you feel mr sal about today and i should i should should preface by saying i'm enjoying a nice half and half arnold palmer brought to you by the folks of arizona and if you write to them they will give you coupons Uh, how am I feeling? I am feeling nauseous. I'm feeling more uncertain. I honestly, I don't even know what my number five episode is. And I don't know if I like the order of my bottom five. I have not decided what my favorite or least favorite titles are. I, I'm pretty so, I'm solid on the deaths. I can see that you've moved things around quite a bit. I have. I, I'm all over the place with this right now. Do you, do you just not want to do this then? Do you want to just do want to no, just no, we're gonna this do recap? We're gonna, okay. oh, we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna do it. Right. If, if we could if we could do top four and bottom four instead of top five and bottom five, I'd feel much better about this. But when they just but when they just skip down the the like fourth, like when they just move the issue down one. No, it wouldn't because it's my number five that I'm having so much trouble with. Oh, I, okay, okay. I thought you meant like, okay, I've got four episodes here that are like, I, I can't differentiate between them. I, I want to put them all at number five. Oh, okay, and if we stole purpose, Mr. Sound, though, doesn't it? I got some time to think about it. We're starting right. with the bottom. We're starting with the bottom, right? <laughs> I was hoping we start with the top. Uh well it's your it's your show so if you, no, you want to start with no, the top no 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 we can start with the bottom we can start with the bottom um that's fine that's fine we start with the bottom um I guess uh, I'll preface as well for next next week's episode it will be I try to think of the lineage of everything it is the confusing part yes the we we will be doing the um I re- missing pieces lost the missing pieces not season four episode one yes and we'll be doing a recap for that well, no <laughs> no no we will not be <laughs> i'm really trying to squeeze out the loss mr sal as much as i can okay <laughs> fair enough there will be yeah. no recap for the missing pieces it was, it was worth a shot it was worth a shot well, okay in that case uh do you want to discuss broad strokes of the season or do you just want to start talking about the episodes mr sal we uh to- we can discuss broad strokes quickly i i love the season and there's some stuff that really bothers me about the season all in all, even though uh, the average rating that I give to episodes in season 
three is 9.18. And the average rating that I give to season two episodes is 9.09. I still think I like season two better on the whole. Yeah. I just don't have, I don't have the issues with season two that I have with season three. I think you started thinking more in season three is what I'm, what's that doing? I start, what do you mean? I started thinking more. Asking too many questions, Mr. Sal. Uh, I, I feel like I've been asking a significant amount of questions since like season one. Too many questions, Mr. I'm Sal. St- I'm still terrible, asking about lots of terrible twos. Why, why, why? I'm still asking about Christian's body, for God's sakes. For God's sake, not yeah, God's sakes. Keep the, keep, and this whole like uh, box company trod. And... I haven't brought that up in a long time. But I still believe it to be true. <laughs> They're gonna say it. Actually, I don't know if it's really true now. <laughs> they were finally gonna just give it up. No, I believe yeah. it to be true. Mm, fair enough. Uh, I mean, this is my favorite season of Lost. You didn't I, I say that when we covered season two. When I know. Season two. I know. You said yeah, season two I know. It was. It was. I'll. I'll. I'll concede that. But having watched the season episode episode, I do like it more than season two. Okay. So. That was true then. This is true now. Uh, okay. I enjoy it. I think the widespread audience enjoys it as I do. I think you're just the odd man out. Uh, I am. Say, some might say you're a stranger in a strange land. Some Perhaps might. even every man for himself. But don't be left behind, Mr. Sal. Let's enter 77. <laughs> Tale of two cities. And okay. Do the looking glass. We'll flash before your eyes. And Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm just I'm just awaiting further instructions at this point. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's start with some of our greatest hits. Actually, wait, no, they're quite opposite. Let's, let's start with <laughs> the the worst. Man players. from Tallahassee. <laughs> that was a tough one to work in. <laughs> so, I just, so I just blurted it out. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, oh, hold on, I just dropped the class ballerina. Hold on, I gotta pick that up. Okay, I'm, I'm good now. Oh no, I think you said Tanaka's dead, I think. <laughs> That's a really tough one. We're good. Okay. <laughs> oh no, Mr. Heard, I just heard the news. I was just I just got a notification on my phone. It says Trisha Tanaka is dead. Unbelievable. Yeah, really, really, really shows you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you gotta stop. Okay. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. Okay. <laughs> we, we got we we got we got we gotta start talking about our episodes. So we'll start with the worst five. So that means we have to start with an episode that would be so for those those of you that don't know uh, me and Mr. would take turns alternating somewhat or more laddering so I do sixth best he'll do seventh or sixth and seventh then I'll do seven eight he'll do eight nine nine ten for me so on and so forth uh revealing our uh, not, actually not nine ten no we're not going, you know we're not doing another thing about it yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Another thing about myself. the numbering scheme that I have does not work for the bottom. No, numbers. it doesn't work for the bottom numbers. I'll, I'll continue doing what I do. Yeah, for the bottom numbers. Okay, so anyway, never mind. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, ignore that, listeners, for now. So anyway, yeah, we 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 show our bottom five, and then we go to our top five, and we each only get two minutes to discuss our episodes. It's vital that you stay within the two minutes. It's a, it's a very great embarrassment and shame to go over your two minutes. Um, as I think anyone could probably agree just from anyone can tell from that alone. Uh, for Mr. Sal, especially as a teacher who must teach within a set time period, you know, if you go over that period, it's kind of embarrassing. It's kind of embarrassing, Mr. Sal. 
right? You can be a bit candid or maybe you can choose not to be. But if you're teaching a lesson and you get like out of the blue, you hear like the ding, ding, like the bell has rung. But you're mid, you're mid, like you didn't even realize it's ending. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, it happens to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you feel a bit embarrassed, Mr. Sal? Do you feel like you've been caught out? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And, that, and that's the feeling we get here. You go over two minutes. You feel embarrassed and you feel caught out and you should feel shame. So uh, that aside, Mr. Sal, I think we're ready to go. And I think I guess I'm, I'm the one to start with my 18th ranked episode. Yes, so we'll start with number 18. And I will start my timer. So ready, set, go. My uh, 18th favorite episode of the season would be episode 17, season three. I gave it a nine out of 10. I liked the episodes a lot in the season. I won't lie. It's my favorite season. Catch 22, Desmond's episode. Uh, a controversial one uh, that we'll surely have to see. As a, I mean, Michelle probably discuss it. Uh, a myriad but it's the one where does it's, it, it's very desmond focused uh but a bit on hurley where you know desmond sees hurley's death but also sees oh someone falls on the island and we got to figure this out and i take it as desmond was willing to kill hurley or not hurley did i say hurley before yes <laughs> correctly charlie take every time i said hurley put charlie in there okay <laughs> he was willing to kill charlie sees flashes of charlie dying uh, and he sees Charlie getting shot in the neck uh, by an arrow. He's willing to let Charlie die to save this person who he thinks is Penny. And he's willing to do it. He, I, in my eyes, he's willing to sacrifice him. But at the very last moment, he, he caves, he saves him. And they go on to get who we learn is eventually Naomi. Um, there's uh, that, That's the main plot. Uh, I do like Desmond's angle of its... Now we kind of we, we I try to remember the research we did for what is a catch twenty two, and I, I'm trying to remember if this even actually meets the definition of a catch twenty two because we kind of learned it and now I've forgotten it. But he is in a hard predicament situation of like possibly get someone that could get me off the island, uh, but Charlie dies or Charlie lives and maybe I lose out on this person. So it is a difficult situation that he exists with, and he thinks this person's Penny. Um, so I do like that part of the episode, but besides that, it's kind of boring going through the motions. Uh, compared to the other episodes, which is why this gets a nine. Other plots in this episode includes Sawyer and Kate and their whole somewhat love story thing. Uh, nah, not um. Time's up. You went over. Feel the shame, man. I really <laughs> do feel some shame now. <laughs> Yay! That was not very enthusiastic. Yay! That was your students, Mr. Selig. Ha ha! You failed the quiz. No. <laughs> no. You know that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I know. It's a ridiculous question. <laughs> no. <laughs> no child can beat Mr. Sal. <laughs> Mr. Sal knows chemistry, greatest, or physics, whatever. Anyway. I am but, uh, number one. All others are number two or lower. What is this reference to? I don't know. That's a movie called Mystery Men. I don't. Fair enough. Well, uh, you have any response to what to that? You just want to get right into yours. Well, I'm just looking forward to the day when we discover that all of Lost has been in Charlie's head. Oh, Charlie's now. Or was no, that, like a just, joke? that was a dig. That was a dig. Said, yeah, that was a dig. dig. I mixed up their names. Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Ready, set, go.
My number 18 episode of the season is episode two, The Glass Ballerina, which was my bottom episode for quite a long time, actually. Right up until episode 18, DOC. Episode 18, DOC really elevated pretty much every gin and sun episode for so i I actually end up liking the glass ballerina a lot more Uh, one of the gripes i had with it was that uh gin and saeed weren't watching the boat how could they not Mm -hmm. see the people get onto the boat and then come to find out oh the others had a submarine so uh, that was a little bit forgivable but i think that uh what what i ended up liking about it was that it set up throughout the course of the whole season this idea of whose baby does his son carrying is it Jin's or is it jay's and it really made doc pretty great so i liked this as a setup episode but when i watched it there was really not much to this episode um son is a liar i guess and so we, we have discovered that son is willing to lie uh Jin and zaid are not good at staking things out and there's oh but it did have the best ending of a lost episode ever with jack watching the red sox win the world series that that was stellar so that's so for those reasons i moved it up it's still not a very good episode though so i'm done oh wow 130 yeah bit early you know that's something i call that embarrassing in its own right to be honest going going so early it's like mm. <laughs> i i just saying you know <laughs> if um can't think of a very good analogy here um yeah like someone gave you a card with a million dollars on it and you only spend 20 dollars on it it's kind of embarrassing <laughs> a million versus 20 is not the same as two versus one and a half <laughs> i'm pretty sure those ratios work out mr sal i'm no recognition <laughs> okay. but, <laughs> but in my head in my head in my head in my head those ratios work pretty well Dang, he's on to me with my, my tactics. My <laughs> <laughs> on to me. I guess he's on all along. Okay. Well, uh, fair enough. That was a fair, fair enough saying. Uh, are you ready, Mr. Sell? I'm ready for number 19. Okay. Ready, set, go. My number 19 episode. Now, this is controversial because kurt has this episode way up there at number seven he won't talk about it tonight except in rebuttal to mine it's Mm -hmm. episode 20 the man behind the curtain i don't think any episode in this season has made me more unsettled about the future of lost than this one uh that i i this this idea of jacob and this ghost story in this episode really drove me right up a wall to the point where I'm, I'm very worried about the future of lost. Uh, if they're going to focus on, you know, ghost stories on the Island. The, I loved a lot of the callbacks in the flashbacks, the, 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 the bus and Roger, that stuff was great, but I got no humanization of Ben. It was the one thing. I mean, you asked me at the end of episode 19, what are you looking for in the next episode? Knowing it's a Ben episode. And the one thing I said was, they need to humanize him. He is such he is such a villain right now with almost no redeemable qualities. They need to spend some time with him humanizing him. And they did not do that in this episode. I, I finished this episode thinking he was even more of a villain than I did before after having been responsible for a genocide including that included his best friend on the island. So uh, the, 
this episode did very little for me except the nostalgia candy of like the bus and rogers so uh i, I need to stop talking about it. i'm gonna have an anxiety attack 135 mm, i'm using all your time again mr sound but a bit inefficient yeah, i don't i don't want to yeah no i don't want to i don't want to throw good money after bad here i don't want to i don't want to waste my time on this garbage episode you haven't even made back all your money though you paid for two minutes and only used a minute and a half well minute 35 that's fine time. that's fine but that's fine i mean that's ridiculous mr sal okay there's a reason me and the masses agree this is a great episode why do you need a humanized ben why does he have to be humanized it makes him a more interesting character he's just he's not interesting anymore like the, the, the interesting thing about ben was always Man, he, he he's saying he's a good guy. He's got all these followers. Like, there must be something about he, he him. He still thinks he's the good guy. Maybe. Or he's just lying. He lies. Everything he says is a lie. But Every still single thing. You still believe him, Mr. Sal. What do I believe him about? I mean, not anymore. But I mean, I, through it, you know, some, sometimes you believed him. Like, um, I actually can't remember off the top of my head, but I think you've fallen for some of his lies before. I mean, still- it, he's... It, He's such uh he was such an interesting character when I thought there was more to him than just uh <laughs> are you get get ready to, to throw a sensor on this, all right? <laughs> okay. He he's a poster. Like that that that's no what Mr. He is. Sal, no Mr. Sal, you're the poster. Uh, no, stop. Now we, now we, now we both he's, I mean he, he he's just like he's like a troll. That's that's all he is, is a troll. A troll. Yes. <laughs> he's he's just and, and honestly, this is this is why this episode, I should have said this, so I'll say it now. This episode is why season three falls behind season two for me. Like Ben was so interesting in season two because you didn't know his angle you didn't know where he was coming from now his angle and where he's coming from is always just telegraphed in black and white he is lying do not believe his lies there's nothing there's nothing benevolent or selfless or human about this guy he, he he's just he's a, he's a troll but mr sal this was a great episode we saw behind the curtain we, we saw who he was, what he did. I bet about Richard Albert. And um, I mean, it's just the past itself, which is, I think, what really gives you uh, anger or the flashback. These, 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 you're not actually making arguments. You're just telling me <laughs> what happened in the episode. And, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> what I'm saying is it was a pretty good, pretty good flashbacks. Yeah, his dad abused him. That, um, his dad did not abuse him. He forgot his birthday big deal yeah, yeah. Listen, it, dude. blamed him for his mother's death blamed it that's uh, listen, that's pretty i mean ugh. i i will not defend roger he was a jerk uh, it sounds like you are it sounds like you are. i don't think anything he did justifies the instigation of a genocide so you're defending him no uh, it's a do you I'm think roger is at fault for what ben did uh i think ben thinks that he is that wasn't the question. So he isn't. So you think Rogers is not at fault for? I don't did. think Roger did anything that warranted wrong. this reaction from Ben. You don't think he did anything wrong? No, I didn't say he didn't do anything wrong. I said <laughs> I don't I think heard. he did anything. He didn't do anything that warranted this reaction from Ben. Okay. Uh, my one hope with this episode is the title, "The Man Behind the Curtain," because 
we have gotten so many Wizard of Oz references surrounding Ben. You know, he's Henry Gale. Uh, he is the man behind the curtain. There's there's another one. Oh, the balloon. I mean, so many. So, oh, so, so my one consolation is that they gave this title, this episode, the title, the man behind the curtain, which in the wizard of Oz is indicative of the person pulling the strings on all of like the holograms and special effects that make it look like he's the wizard, but actually he's just a dude behind the curtain. So that's, that's what I'm hoping that scene in Jacob's cabin was all about is there's just a, a, a dude behind the curtain pulling strings and, triggering the special effects I, i'm hoping it's not actually a ghost story but we'll see time will only tell mr sal well it's a shame it's a pity and it's a shame that this this, this made it this far down on your list i mean i could um, even put it lower honestly looking at what i have lower, <laughs> lower than this like no there, there's not an episode of lost that has made me as angry as this one uh, i don't even know what to say to you <laughs> i'm disappointed i was disappointed yeah, i, mean, I I was very disappointed. All right, go ahead. You finish your thought thought if you want to. Well, I was was just going to say that that this episode, it really comes down to, though, the idea that I I needed them, for me, to humanize Ben, and they didn't. So, anyway. All right. Ready, set, go. Uh, Yeah, my um, my 19th uh, episode ranked episode of the season is Stranger in a Strange Line, the ninth episode of the season. I gave it a nine still. Uh, my last nine. Um, it it's. I thought it was going to rank this as my worst episode when I had first seen it for a bit. But you know, when I think about it, there is plot points that are, are pretty cool. Like Hydra Island itself is not the worst. Now it's not the best, uh, but it's not. It it it's definitely pretty good. Right, in terms of you know, we have Jack. He's left alone. He's a stranger in a strange land, and he kind of goes back. Uh, eventually, sees Ben and so on and so forth. So that stuff's pretty okay. But the rest of it's like, eh. The flashbacks are down. They are actually just terrible because nothing will ever come of them. Like that was just all for nothing. Like all this, like basically, we get a bunch of set of flashbacks where it amounts to nothing. And the the island stuff of Sawyer and Kate escaping. It's just kind of the start of what will happen with them. Of uh, oh, we get Carl, I think maybe for a bit, and then whatever. But um, there's nothing of substance that I'm trying to think here. So I'm trying. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Kate and Sawyer escape the island. Did they, they've already escaped, or are they escaping in this episode? They've already escaped. Already. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. They're yeah, in yeah. the boat. That's the point, the yeah, because he's now he's alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah. So it's yeah. That, it's just like they're just going around the woods with Carl, which you know, so it kind of talks to me. Leaving in anyway. I'm ending my time now. I, I stopped my time. One forty-seven. Okay, I thought so, I got way later. I stopped it suddenly because yeah. I got scared. Can yeah. I use it the rest of my time? No, okay. <laughs> but we can talk about it. We can go back and forth about it. I actually didn't end up including this in my bottom five. It just made it out of the bottom five. I still, by the way, all of my bottom five are rated an eight out of 10. So uh, this one, though, I actually, I really liked the stuff on Hydra Island. Like, I liked it a lot. Yeah, it was, I like it. Is this the only good part about the episode, though? This was, this was Juliet's trial, right? Where mm-hmm. Jack intervenes and Alex actually intervenes to get Jack out of his cage and um get jack to save juliet 
you know, I, I, I like all of that on Hydra Island. Uh, I, I the, even the stuff with the sheriff, I, I, Isabel, is that what her name was? Oh, the sheriff. Yes. Yeah. I I, I, yeah. I, I even that stuff. I liked it. And the flashbacks, I actually enjoyed the flashbacks, but I thought they might eventually go somewhere. And if they don't, then which obviously they don't. Obviously, they don't. Um, it, it does cheapen them a lot. You're fair enough. So, yeah. And the, the Sawyer and Kate stuff does nothing for me. But mm-hmm. Hy- Hydra Island was enough to buoy this episode out of the bottom five for me. I mean, I can't argue with that. I mean, I, I, I do think it's okay. Um, but not good enough. Not, so, not, not flotation. Number, yeah. N- number 19 was an interesting slot for us because, because that's the only discrepancy we have in our bottom five our other four in the bottom five are the same just in different order you're right i did not realize yes yep Hmm. all right are you ready i'm ready you have more okay then it's time for number 20 my 20th kurt ready set go my 20th ranked episode the 14th episode of the season gave it an eight expose Nikki and Paolo's episode. I think this kind of goes a lot more without saying. I mean, it's a like it's a story that's all wrapped up in one. That's fine. And actually, I think we'll prevent it from getting a seven. And I, I will say that in the moment, I almost wanted to give it a nine, just of my respect of what they did at the very end with it. Um, but they did it with characters that didn't really matter. Uh, I know that these characters are not beloved by the viewers, and that's kind of a reason I think why they killed them off. But it's basically just a filler episode, right? We see we see story of Apollo and Nikki, you know, they rob these diamonds, so on and so forth. And eventually it ends with, you know, this like, oh, this so I think it was the Medusa spider from Orange. Look, uh, we we got hints about it before, and then boom, uh kills them. That's, oh, sorry, it doesn't actually kill them, but you know, uh, paralyzes them and then they end up getting buried alive and that kills them. Which is that part, I think well dark pretty cool in a way that the survivors actually killed them in essence and that's uh you know i think there's some i don't, I don't even know what i would call it and then that but it, it was probably the best part of the episode so take that as you will that's the best part of the episode was them i guess something else was cool was just seeing it from their perspective and they get they, you know they uh, things are different for them they found uh the pearl before other people did, you know, they see like Ben and Juliet. I think it's Paula that sees him, and all you know, so on and so forth. So they see other things that the survivors don't see, and it's, it has a different perspective. It's a cool perspective. So uh, I like the bathroom stuff with Paulo. So yeah, I, it was okay, but it was one off. It didn't really add to the plot. So that being said, I end my I I, I end my uh, saying now. One fifty four. Mm, the king is back. Let's go. <laughs> the king is back. That was a good one. All right, I guess I'll. I guess I'm ready for my number twenty. Oh, you should immediately right into it. Okay, then just I'll write uh, it. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to talk about expose <laughs> soon, so yeah. as I will number twenty for you. So ready, mm-hmm. set, go. My number twenty is episode ten. Trisha Tanaka is dead. This is the I gave this episode an uh, eight, and it is very, very entertaining. I. I do not, by any stretch of the imagine dis- imagination, dislike this episode. I don't. I, I laughed a lot, but this is a standalone episode that they could have put anywhere before the man behind the curtain, and it would have been fine. <laughs> uh, and 
I, I don't like the flashbacks really at all with Hurley's father. Not a fan of the flashbacks. I the the, the stuff on with, with the van was really funny. Uh, and honestly, though, I think the most interesting part of this episode is is watching Charlie. It's really funny how Charlie became a, quite an interesting character in this season, considering where he was in season two. But uh, just some of the funny lines I remember Sawyer and, and Hurley uh, find uh, Sawyer's helping with the van and he finds the beer and he's just sitting drinking the beer and, you know, toasting off of Skeletor's head, who happens to be Roger, who is Ben's father, uh, which is pretty, pretty, pretty good stuff there. Hurley and uh, <laughs> uh, Sawyer kind of go at it with each other. Sawyer calls him some kind of name related to his way maybe grimace or something i don't remember what what he calls him but then early calls sawyer redneck man (laughs) sawyer says touche so it was a very entertaining episode very funny but it really did absolutely nothing for the story so uh it's in my bottom five for for that reason for doing nothing so uh, i'll end my time there 151 all right that's pretty good i'll give you that I assume you don't want to talk about that at all. Yeah, I yeah I am surprisingly did not wish to discuss that episode. <laughs> okay, Maybe move on all right. to the next rank. One. I'll move on then to number twenty-one. Okay, ready, set, go. My number twenty-one rated episode. I also gave it an eight. All of these bottom five are eights. Is episode fourteen expose? Kurt has already talked about it. All I will say here is uh, this is a cool episode, but it's another episode that could go really anywhere in this season. Anywhere after the cost of living, I suppose, because we need to see Paolo in the bathroom of the Pearl. So uh, that's, it's another episode that does nothing really for the plot, but I give it all kinds of credit for the, that ending. That ending really is pretty stellar, watching Nikki's eyes open and then get dirt piled on top of it. Uh, the, but the other, on, it's on top of her, excuse me. Uh, the, the other thing that I liked about this was it had kind of shades of the other 48 days where we're seeing all the stuff that we didn't see from Nikki and Paolo's perspective. We're seeing it now from their perspective. So that was pretty cool, too. Uh, I think this episode was pretty good at humanizing Sawyer as well. Uh, this is an episode where I, I think I voted for Sawyer as my favorite character in the episode. Uh, because he actually expressed uh, showed some kind of remorse for the antics he pulled with with, with Charlie to pretend that son was being kidnapped by the others. So uh, it's fun, it's entertaining. I like the episode, but it does nothing for the series as a whole. So it's second to last for me, and I'm done. One twenty-seven. I agree. Okay. He does put the diamonds in there, Sawyer. He does, and I want to yep. take that for its fun and does nothing for the series. I'm ready, Mister Sal, to immediately go off that. All right, then uh, we already know what number this is, right? Yep, yeah. Yep, so ready, set, go. It's fun. It's not too practical. There's probably more practical applications actually in this one than Expose, though. Uh, It's just Tanaka is dead. But, nah, Expose is a more complete story. Trisha Tanaka is dead. This story is basically how Hurley feels, right? And so on and so forth. And getting, you know, this truck running. You could take some of the Charlie storylines of it, too, of him kind of trying to accept his death. But, I mean, the larger plot is, you know, eventually this van does come back, and also we learn about Rogers. But, you know, me and Michelle spoke about it. It's basically like a comedy, right? Like, they're just 
having fun, laughing, all these other things. Uh, I remember that Mr. Sal spoke about things he enjoyed in it. I, something that was funny was Sawyer. I forgot what the phrases were, but he was telling Jin the phrases he needs to please any like woman. Right? This is this is all you need. As he shows him English. That was pretty funny. Um, I don't think there's been really anything else that's noteworthy in Tristan Tanaka's dead. Like even the title is like. Okay, the news reporter lady's dead. That's a reference to Family Guy. I mean, okay. So, uh, that's about it. I, got, I have nothing else to really say on Tristan Tanaka. So, I uh, end my turn. 121. Yeah. That was an early one. But... Well, I mean, the thing is, these are our bottom-rated episodes, <laughs> and we're both talking about them. How much more can we possibly say? Thank you so. for helping me out there. No. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. What number are we on now, though, Mr. Sam? Well, I think we're we're at the bottom of the barrel with number twenty-two. Mr. Fell, when, when, if you eat like a like a bag of chips, are the final chips the best chips or the worst chips, or are they middling? Okay, so it depends on if I have consumed the entire bag from beginning to end in one it is, sitting. It is it is a snack bag of chips. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that does make it do. Uh, I I subscribe to the and you have even them all in one sitting. I think goes philosophy the wow. of diminishing marginal return uh, or diminishing marginal utility, and it's, so every every chip is less impressive than the previous chip. I I agree with this. I agree with this. But the same with those final chips. Like I agree with it. But then the final chips they they break the mold. I think it's also because I like them. Um, I I uh, a little secret of mine. I like to crush the chips sometimes. I like them oh. smaller. Okay. Um, but I think it's also all the seasoning or like salt or whatever it is, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's on them. It just kind of gets a little concentrated. And then, anyway, uh, bottom of the barrel, perhaps better than the ones no. above. In this case, it is not going to be purposely put them at the bottom <laughs> of the barrel for a reason. So that's all for nothing because sometimes the bottom of the barrel can be maybe better than what was above. In this case, it is not. So I'm ready, Mr. Fowl. All right, ready, <laughs> set, go. My least favorite of the season is, and it has stayed. The Glass Ballerina, uh, season three, episode two, gave it an eight. And I mean, I put it here kind of knowing what comes of this. So, I mean, maybe maybe I don't feel the need to raise it because Mr. Sal had learned of what happened. I already know how it goes, um, you know, the, the future storylines. The, the thing about it, um, the flashbacks, whatever. I mean, we get the confirmation that, like, yeah, son was cheating. I think this is the confirmation, right? Like, this is proof, like, yeah, she's in bed with uh, Jay Lee. Mm-hmm. Um, that's whatever. Uh, I don't really care that much for Saeed Jin's and uh, Sun's, like, storyline all that much on, you know, as, like, the boat squad. Uh, shooting Colleen kind of costs us some stuff, but isn't that interesting? The only thing that's cool is Hydra Island. But this is us kind of still learning. There's nothing super cool that happens there. I, maybe Sawyer solves the game in this episode. <laughs> His little like bear, like do all the the weird uh, things uh, game. But whatever. I think that's the first episode. But then even better, he wins more in this episode then because he keeps winning. Uh, so good for him then. In that case, then this is the episode where they go to the quarry. So whatever. They, they, they mine some rocks. That's cool. Uh, but there is the really cool thing in this episode. I'll, I'll talk some good things. Obviously, Mr. Sal. I don't even. Know, I don't even think you spoke about it. When you spoke about it, but that ending scene with Jack and the TV. You can't. You can't snub it. 
And much like a recent repeat, the Red Sox beat the Yankees. Look at that. I could just time in the World Series, but, you know, there you go. So, uh, that being said, I uh, end my time. Oh, good one. 157. Uh, I did talk Ooh. about that. I did say that. So I, that. I, I, I already forgot. I it. said, I said it's maybe the best ending of an episode of Lost ever. It's, it's, you did say stunning. that. Actually. Now, now I, I love remember it. it immediately. The, yes, you did say and that. The Red Sox did not beat the Yankees in the World Series. They beat the Yankees in the American League Championship Series. So what Jack was watching was Red Sox Cardinals. See, this is why. And, this is why. And I'm, I'm really not thrilled that you rubbed in the Yankee, the Red Sox beating the Yankees. <laughs> recently very recently i i just learned about it today i was like this, oh, this, wow. this, this i thing thought is, i thought the this... yankees won based on what i was but oh. based on what i heard but then i was like yeah the yankees won right like no red sox won I'm like oh yeah red okay sox, then it was so not now, even close it's a it's a now yes i rubbed it to you yeah you, that, that you, was you not rubbed it not, very well not nice not nice at all Oh, they lost sadly, but maybe they'll win next time. They have another chance this season, right? No, they are. Yeah, home. I know. Yeah, I know they're out. <laughs> that was all. That was another rub. <laughs> Dude, I was just looking at your your average rating for the season is a nine point five. That is crazy high. You have what? so many tens. How many more tens do you have than me? Four more tens than you me. Sound, you sound like a little kid. Like, how many more toys does he have? Oh, he's four more. Oh man, this is ridiculous. You have four more so, tens. Why do you have four more toys? Oh, well, you, you know what? Uh, maybe you, I worked harder for my toys, Mister Sal. You have four more tens than me, and I have three more eights than you. Well, maybe if you weren't such a negative is, Nancy, you could have as many tens as I have. This is astounding. Okay, I'm ready to do my last one. Okay, ready. Set, go. My final, my last episode, last ranked episode of the season, episode 17. So this is in spot number 22, and it is Catch 22. The episode where nothing happens. Not only is there almost nothing done for the plot, except Naomi plops onto the island, but it is also not entertaining. Uh, so where Trisha Tanaka is dead and expose did nothing for the plot but at least they were entertaining this one is not any of those things to me I, I it, the flashbacks the monk Desmond are they're so boring the island stuff is so boring like there, there's the, the most interesting thing about this episode is that there is this moral dilemma about Desmond knowing that this arrow is going to shoot at Charlie's throat and he wants it to happen because he wants to find this parachuter. But at that point there wasn't like he, he saved him and they still found the parachuter. So it really wasn't ever a moral quandary to begin with. He he was always, I feel like he was always going to save him and they were always going to find the parachuter regardless. So uh, this episode did nothing for me. The end. <laughs> One thirty-two. I, hmm. I don't know what else to say. It just did nothing for me. We gave it an eight, so you must have enjoyed it. Yeah, I actually I should have probably given it a seven. This is this is like <laughs> no, no way. It. <laughs> it's such it's such a boring episode. It's like oh, but Mr. Sal, there's um the camping. That's pretty good. 
You know what? No, this, 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 does, this episode. This episode does get a seven. It's no, wait, no. It's a garbage <laughs> episode. You just changed your rating now, Joe. I did. I changed the rating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is that episode is down there with like fire plus water or like House of the Rising Sun. Like it is not a good episode. I mean, it's definitely not one of the best, but. I don't think it's a seven. I think that's a bit cruel. I do. But, you know, you know, do we should be their own? There's, there's no plot, and there's, there's, uh, there's very little plot, and there's no entertainment value. <laughs> so no. Yeah, it's, the, it's a, the, the, the you know, Honestly, well, it maybe this is maybe the worst episode of Lost <laughs> that I've seen so far. Maybe it needs to get a six. <laughs> no. hmm. am, I, am I down below season two yet in ratings? Yeah, nope. no, it needs, needs to go to a five. Apparently, no. I'm going to leave it a seven. But it is. It is. Yeah, so, this, this is probably my least favorite episode of Lost. I do not like really? this episode at all. No, fair enough. Okay, well, let's let's get you know let's be a bit more positive, Mister Sal. Right? Oh yeah, we can be positive. We can be positive. You want to start off with positivity. Yeah, well, we didn't though, but but we can move to positivity. We can we can pivot yeah, there. You want pivot so to positivity. Let's, let's, positivity. Pivot to positivity. Yes, the positive pivot. pivot. We're gonna yes. perform the positivity pivot. You ready Thanks, for this? Pete. <laughs> okay. I wish your name was Pete in this case. So it would be work a lot better with all these keys. <laughs> the alliteration would be pretty high, top notch. That's right. Pivot so let's that. move on to number. Oh, wait a minute. You, you have you have a sound queued up. Number five. <laughs> that is creepy as hell. Oh my god! <laughs> Folks, please please write in showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Tell us which number sound bites do you like better, mine or Kurt's? I like mine a lot more. <laughs> that was the longest. I did not expect number five to last so long. It's one syllable. <laughs> it's like the longest syllable. <laughs> okay, but number five, it shall be. Ready? You ready? Set, yeah. Go. Okay, I have so much trouble with this, and I am not satisfied with this. I have to just mention what I was conflicted between. I thought about giving it to the cost of living. Echoes death episode. I love wow, that. I thought about. I thought about giving it to DOC, which is the episode where Juliet takes uh, son to do the ultrasound. I love that episode. I thought about giving it to the man from Tallahassee, which is the episode where John Locke blows up the submarine. But in the end, and this might be recency bias, I don't know, but my God, I love this episode. Uh, it was episode 21, Greatest Hits. I gave it a 10. This is, uh, I spent all of my Charlie emotion in this episode probably to the detriment of the finale because i didn't have any emotion left to give charlie in the finale but i cried like from beginning to end of this episode this is just the only way i can describe this is this is a beautiful episode it is gorgeous it hit all the emotional buttons uh what when charlie writes in his number one greatest memory the day I met you and you realize that this is a letter to Claire because he knows he's about to go die. I mean, it's just goosebumps and 
crocodile tears this is so good it's so emotional i love it it made me love charlie and, and i don't love charlie so or i didn't love charlie but i do now so uh, that's the one i'm going with and i'm happy with it i'll end my time there 138 yeah well, greatest hits it, it is it's a sleeper it's a good episode you know I, I i'm pretty sure it's recency bias that i put it in my <laughs> top five but I loved it. I loved it. Good for you. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to call it my top five, but you know, I think one of those that you were talking about. I think they were worthy the top five, and I'm ready to discuss it. Uh, okay. If you're ready, it's just how. I am so ready. Set. Go. My number five choice, which is one of Mr. Sal's number five choices that he failed to pick, and study gave it number six, is the match from Tallahassee episode thirteen. Gave it a ten, as they did with all of these. Uh, it's Locke's episode, not its final episode, uh, but one of his episodes, which his episodes get pretty good, Locke. He, he changes his tune a bit from always having the letdown episodes to the uh, star-studded lineups. Uh, it's 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 really good. So, for one, the flashbacks, great flashbacks, right? We see him, like, depressed and all this, you know, other stuff. Uh the introduction, you know, he sees his father again, and we basically we see the result of how he actually ends up uh, in the wheelchair and the injury that he gets when his father pushes him out the window. Now, that's you know we've seen his father quite a bit, but back on the island, he is part of the super suburb seekers, um, super secret suburb seekers. There you go. Sorry, that was the full acronym. Uh, they find it, see Jack, which was an amazing ending, seeing Jack just throwing a football at Tom in the episode prior, but that's the other episode. We're on this episode. And they go into rescue and all this other stuff. And Locke's secret mission is revealed. He's going to blow up the submarine. And he does it successfully. And then also, Ben gloats at him, which is so great. Ben was so happy he's done it. And then he gets to see his father at the very end. Meanwhile, you know, everyone else does some other stuff. But that's not Locke. This is a Locke episode. And it's a very airtight Locke episode. It's a great episode. It's my number five episode. I end my time. 136. Good. It definitely is a great episode, and I really thought about moving it into the top five. Should have, man. You should have. It, it's 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 a good one, and, and you know what? Good for Locke because Locke episodes were always a big disappointment. This season, boy, they turn around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling we'll be talking about another Locke episode later, possibly. But Mr. Sal, right. are you ready for number four? <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> ready set go okay my fourth ranked episode is par avion episode 12 of season three so the one prior to Locke's episode um which, which by the way has a great ending of seeing jack going to pigskin with tom as i had just talked about for my thing to almost in a cheaty way i've i've cheated across boundaries but anyway we see the flashback of claire we learn about her mother but also, not only we learn about her mother, but we learn that Christian is indeed her father. It's confirmed. Mr. Style had guessed it, but it does turn out to be true. Christian is Claire's father. And it's a really cool dynamic. Christian has really become a character of the own eye. Like he is he is maybe not part of the main cast, but he's a he's an important member of the cast, it seems. We haven't seen him in a bit now. This might even be like his last real showing since we've last seen him. But He's been a connecting fiber between many characters, and it's always great to see him, right? Especially in the flashbacks. That's all good. Uh, meanwhile, though, present day, we have Claire struggling with what Charlie and Desmond are kind of doing. 
and all these, you know, why are they all secretive? And she's she's not quite understanding. But eventually, you know, oh, okay. It's it's because Desmond sees that you're about to die. And of course, we see the super suburb or the super secret suburb seekers on their way. And that's super cool. And they get to the pylons and we get me kills. First of possibly many fake deaths, at least two, maybe three. Who knows? Uh, but there you go. And it's great. So I uh end my uh time. One thirty seven. Wow, what did I do last time? I think one thirty seven. <laughs> okay. Uh, very. We very, are running, uh, we are we are flying through these. We're running short today. I'm very accurate. Right, that's the right phrase. I'm very no, accurate. No, to be very no, good. thank you. No, very accurate, no, people. No. That's a no. That's the right terminology. No, very accurate. My accuracy is high. It, oh my god, it is precise. So. Uh, my accurate is quite precise. Thank you. Yes, I'm accurate. No, God. <laughs> like you're using a synonym, Mr. Sal, but I like the word oh, accurate no. more than precise. I just gave a test on that. So many, <laughs> in one class, where almost everybody got those two terms right, and then another class where like half the class got them wrong. So what, <laughs> what did I do differently here? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> you guys are very... You guys are... What's it? You guys are very accurate, but not very precise. I got it the right way, right, Mr. Sal? Uh, well, I yeah. don't know. It's, 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 <laughs> no, it depends don't. on what you're trying to think of. I, I'm not sure what you're trying yeah, to anyway, say. Yes. Uh, I'm, trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to say, anyway, let's so get to your episode. Okay. It might be different. Uh, what, ready, set, go. Well, this is boring. My number four is the same as your number four. That's embarrassing. Par- episode 12, Paravion also gave it a 10. Uh, th- I mean, this episode is all about the Christian reveals for me. Uh, and it's It was such a point of pride for me. I called that so early that <laughs> I thought that, that Christian might be Claire's father. It was like a big, not only did I did I call it, I was hoping so hard for it. I wanted it to happen so bad. So I'm really excited that it did. I had all four limbs in the air when he told her that he was his father. It's good stuff. The rest of the episode's very solid. The stuff on the island uh, with Claire discovering that Charlie has, or that Desmond has these flashes about Charlie's death is fine. I wonder if we'll ever see these seagulls again. I, I think that. Uh, I, I didn't mention it in the finale, but I wonder if that's why the ship is here, because they, the seagulls made contact. I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's a possibility. Uh, the super secret suburb seekers were very, very cool. The ending was awesome. The pylons were very interesting. the The fact that Desmond almost reveals that Locke was in a wheelchair and doesn't. I, I was I was thinking about that earlier today, and it's it is pretty cool that only Rose and Sawyer among the survivors know about Locke's uh, injury. So uh, that is pretty cool. But again, this is all about the flashbacks, the idea that Christian is, is Claire's father. And therefore, by extension, Claire is Jack's half-sister, which is pretty cool. I'm, I'm anxious to see if they ever figure that out. I think that would be some cool information for them to have. But I'll stop there. 153. Congratulations. Yeah, not bad, not bad. It's good. It's good. Uh, yeah, I wonder if they'll ever figure out that they uh, are related. Interesting. Very. Interesting. I think so. I, I, I hope they do. I think it could well, add quite a bit. Do you think it'd be like a Luke and Leia situation, though? 
No, I, I don't see no. that happening. That, that's that's. I feel like that they would have already teased already that. Already had that, and then and then find out. Oh wait, this is a Luke and Leia situation. I mean, right now Jack has like two love interests already. I don't think he needs a third one. Well, maybe he's going to become monkey or something, right? Like drop Mon- interest. Yeah. Monkey. Well, we, we, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll just move on from there, Mister Sal. Okay. What are we moving on to? We're moving on to number three. Okay, number three. Uh, Number three, Mr. Sal. Ready, set, go. Uh, My number three episode is episode seven, which I gave a 10 to, not in Portland. I'm really shocked this isn't in your top five. How is this not in your top five? This, This episode is everything that I wanted out of the man behind the curtain. I got from not in Portland. So everything I wanted for Ben in that episode and didn't get, I got for Juliet in this episode, Juliet needed to be humanized. And my God, was she humanized? You know, we get to see her, her, her most vulnerable, you know, just subjugated by her boss of an ex-husband. I guess her ex-husband who is also her boss, you know, dealing with her sister's cancer and trying to help her have a baby at the same time, getting this amazing job offer from Richard Alpert, uh, to which she replies, oh, I could never leave here. Or I did, did my, my boss would have to get hit by a bus, which he then does get hit by a bus. And so she, she this is what brings her to the island. We see how Juliet came to be connected with this island and more importantly we see that she was not always part of this ben crew and that she is very human and that she does have uh, tragedy in her life and she does have trauma in her life and it 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 really does humanize her makes her a sympathetic character and then we spend the rest of the season wondering how sympathetic she is like this it's because of not in portland that Juliet's character is so interesting for this whole stretch of the season. And by the way, the stuff that happens on the island is really fun too and interesting. This is Ben's surgery. It's Kate and Sawyer trekking through the island with uh, rescuing Carl uh, from the the hypnosis machine. Like there's, this is a fantastic episode. How did you stop, not put this in your top Sal. five? Sal, okay. Stop. You've, you've gone too right. far. And now we're all going to discuss it. Wonderful. How did you not put this in your top five? Perhaps they should have. But, I think you. I think you definitely but, should have. But there's an episode above it that uh, I, I don't think Julie gets two episodes in the top five. That's oh my many. god, locked in for you. Oh, sorry, Spoil- <laughs> spoilers. Excuse me. Yeah, but Juliet doesn't. Do- she she she's only oh. she's, she's a season. She's she's new. Like you know, she's she's season three. Or she doesn't get the same. You know, it's like um, seniority. You know, it's like seniority. Like that's just a privilege with time. Right. No, this this was an easy one for me. No, I, so good. I thought about it, putting it as number five for the man mm-hmm. in Tallahassee, but I I just I just didn't. I I I'm not even gonna think about it anymore. I've I've already made my decision. I've made my bet. I'll lay in it, and I'll lay in it right. quite happily. I'm okay. Ready? Well, then why don't you tell us about your number three? Ready, set, go. My number three is a Juliet episode. That's one of us. Episode sixteen. <laughs> I give it. <laughs> so also Juliet episode, arguably a better one, as we might hear from Mr. Sal. Uh, and it's it's basically what we see in her first one, but even better because it's I mean, 
we see we've already seen maybe some of her trauma in the other one, but this one we actually see the not only do we see like some of the trauma she goes through, but the island events. We learn so much about the island, like this whole you know people concepting about a baby on the island and that it it doesn't come to term. Things going on here. You know what? What? What is it? Why? Why is it happening? Perhaps it would work if they left the island. We don't actually quite know. Uh, we know that Juliet wants to leave the island. All this other stuff from like you know their perspective. The flashbacks are great. We also learned that um her and Goodwin were a couple, which is just interesting to know. So how how interesting? We learned about the book club a bit, just seeing that perspective. So just just all really cool stuff. Uh, but in the present time, we see the super secret suburb seekers subbing out, of course, Locke for Juliet, as you know, they, they've kind of exchanged roles here. Not roles, but we've substituted a player out. And uh, they come back to the beach. And what comes from that is cool, too. We Claire, right, of that whole debacle of she's, you know, feeling ill. That's not good. Uh, and the uh, ID people aren't trusting her, but, you know, oh, no, we trust Juliet. Mr. Thal was trusting Juliet. He was he was all in on her. And, maybe you know, eventually just turned out right. But the ending of this episode, it's a pretty good ending to an episode with her conversation to Ben. Uh, just... Just it's just such it it is. I don't think there's any real weak point in this episode, as per I guess many of these top episodes. But I I love all that all around. So there you go. I end my time. One forty eight. I feel as though you have no comment to make on that. Is that I have no comment to make. I'll I'll make comments later on that one. So with that being said, I'm ready for number two. <laughs> ready, set, go. My uh. Number two rated episode is uh, The Break, episode 19 of the season. Obviously a 10. And it is a lock episode, the final lock episode. Lock, as we definitely did not secretly hint at, but did obviously hint at. Great episodes this season, especially in the later half. And this is no different. Well, actually, did he even have like an earlier episode of the season? He did. Yes, he had further instructions. But uh, The Break is a great one. Also a great episode for Sawyer. I mean, that, that's great. The flashbacks, on island flashbacks. You can't hate on these flashbacks, right? We're seeing what's happened with Locke. They intertwine a lot with what's going on in the present. To understand his thought process, uh, which is he kidnaps Anthony Cooper, says he's Ben, gets Sawyer. He have these, you know, a bit of these discussion esque stuff, and kind of results in Sawyer confronting OG Sawyer. And what a reveal! It's such an obvious. It, it, it still baffles me. It's such an obvious connection. You know, when you think about it, like, it makes so much sense. I'm not angry that they've done it. It, it makes perfect sense. But uh, it, it's it's always aggravating that yourself, you just didn't think of it. Like, uh, it makes perfect sense. Uh, but we, we see Sawyer finally get to confront OG Sawyer, give him his letter like he always wanted to, and then eventually kill him. We see Rousseau get some explosives, some dynamite. Uh, and uh, we just learned a lot about the history of Lock in general. Uh, I think Sawyer, Sawyer learns of a secret of that you know he used to be in a wheelchair, and uh, there's there's that you know there, there's all that to one side. Meanwhile, uh, I think they just learn more about like Naomi on the beach, and there's you know oh we don't trust Jack and Juliet, so we don't want to tell them about Naomi if we can help it, but Jack doesn't want to tell them about the secret yet or whatever have you. That's that's still really good stuff, but every like the the lock I'm... stuff. Oh. There's there's something very satisfying about cutting you off. There's more satisfying cutting you off. (laughs) I don't know. We'll never know. (laughs) Maybe you can figure it out. Cut yourself off, Mr. Sal. Are you ready? 
Uh, sure, yes. Ready, set, go. My number two rated episode is episode 16, One of Us. So I have back-to-back Juliet episodes here. But th- th- this is why Juliet is the best character that Lost has had. She is perfectly walking the line always between do we trust her or don't we look she's so trustworthy look at how human she is but now look at the terrible things that she's done and that she's willing to do i I, she's such a great character and this episode walks that line so so well from seeing her desperation almost at drinking that juice to get onto this you know quote unquote plane to get to this island just to get away from this life that she was living back in uh miami i think yes yeah okay so 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 just seeing that uh and then you know getting there and learning all this you know mysterious the mysterious bits about the island uh that uh that women can conceive, but they can't give birth without, you know, they die, the baby dies. Uh, unless, of course, they conceive off the island, in which case it's okay, like Rousseau, Claire, etc. Et uh, that stuff is very interesting, and it sets up episode 18 DOC so well. And then, on top of that, we get back to the beach, and we, we get all this, basically, the, the character's are feeling the same way we do. Do we trust them or don't we? Jack trusts her. The re- the rest of them don't. I love the scene where Sawyer Stop, and Sight. Uh, uh, oh my God! I wasn't even close to that. I wasn't you even. Stop. Oh my it just God! Feels so good. I can't <laughs> believe you just got stop. I am happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I wasn't even really cl- good. I wasn't even close to done. I know. That's why it made it all the better. <laughs> yeah, that, this close. is such a good episode. Oh my god. Juliet's yeah, amazing. Uh, sorry, I'm just, I'm just smiling weird no, right now. Okay. I'm, that's fine. I'm soaking I in. I just want to soak it in for a bit. Yeah, okay. Well, let's, I'm let's looking forward to hearing this sound bite. Let's see Mr. Sal. Here. I'll... Okay. Number one. Mr. Sal, are, are you ready to go? For your uh, number one pick? Yes. I wait, am. no, wait. It's you to go? Yeah, it is you to go. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well then, ready, set, go. My number one pick was Kurt's number two pick. Episode 19, The Brig. The Brig is my favorite episode of Lost. I cannot believe how much I love this episode. It's a Locke episode, and Locke is fantastic. I love the flashbacks where we get to see what happened between him blowing up the submarine and uh, this this point. But th- Sawyer is at least as interesting, if not more interesting, than Locke here. This whole episode boils down to Locke shutting Sawyer into the brig with Anthony Cooper. And the interplay between Anthony Cooper and Sawyer is just, I I mean, you don't want to breathe too hard because you don't want to miss a syllable. You don't want to miss a blink or a facial expression. You can't take your eyes off the screen because 
Sawyer realizes that he is talking to the original Sawyer, the man who, who ruined his life, the man who made him who he is today, who he hates, who he loathes so much, is right in front of him. The man he's been waiting to give this letter to for years and years and years. He finally gets to do it. And Anthony Cooper just taunts him about it and throws it back in his face, which is exactly what you would expect him to do. But Ed Sawyer does what you would expect him to do and takes his life. And I love seeing Sawyer's reaction afterwards. He throws up. It, even getting what he's always wanted for his entire life, he hates himself for doing it. it this episode is, rocks. It's, it's so good. I, I don't want to run out of time because you're going to gloat, so I'll stop. Gosh, start at 157. <laughs> yes! Yes! I was, getting, so I was salivating for Giselle. <laughs> More like a shark when I see some food in the water. I was, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, he's, he's going. <laughs> he doesn't sound like he's close to ending, but uh, much like a sharp turn, you, you did it. Well, I had more to say, but I was like, I don't know, I'm not going to give him the satisfaction. Well, then I won't give you the satisfaction of saying it. The Brig mediocre episode. Uh, you, it's your number two, one. man. I'm mediocre. I'll it's your number it. two. Where, well, are you ready for my number one, Mr. Sal? I am ready for your number, number one. Are you, uh, the, the better question is, are you ready for your number one? Hit me. Ready, set, go. My number one episode is, unshockingly, through the looking glass, episode 22 of the season. Uh, Mr. Sal, Sigh. probably could have guessed that might have been it. What? Sigh. Oh, they said die. I'm like, oh, wow. We're already out of character for Mr. Sal wishing death upon me for enjoying through the looking. Listen, it's got so many stories going on in it. And I feel they all wrap up appropriately to my liking, right? We have, so the flash forwards are great. Now they have the one unfair bit where he brings up Christian, but fine. Everything else, wonderful, right? The, the looking glass bit of it with Charlie feeling invincible and then at the very end you know seeing not Penny's boat I like that I'm digging it Mikel uh, we'll have to see on that interesting Ben with his people he's losing ground it's, it's almost like a fall of Ben-esque right even going into the episode when he meets up with the tower crew and they kidnap well you know they take him you know we we see his play here what he tries to do He's he's giving it one last stand and it seems to fail. He's he's Ben is not the best he was, right? He definitely is he's not as OP as one might have thought he was and always being able to win. Maybe maybe he will pull one out, but it doesn't seem to be. Uh the gun squad, they, you know, that that's whatever. We see the suicide squad. They weren't my name before. I can't remember what I called them before. The rescue team, maybe, I don't know. But they we see them come in, the the truck comes back in. And we see Tom Ty, unfortunate. Uh this episode is a great finale. It is one of widely seen as one of either the best, perhaps even the second best episode of Lost, and I can see why it is, or at least you know the two parts of it. it I agree. I think it's enjoyable. Mr. Sal doesn't like all the questions it leaves, but I disagree, and I will end my time there. One fifty-four. Okay, good. I can remember a little so, more seconds there. Yeah, you made it. I look. It's a good episode. Take with the a- boat. Yeah, well, that's one of the things that I don't like about the episode is like there's just so much going on in so many different places. It's like exhausting, but I, I, I don't know. And the, the you know the idea of Charlie's my my emotional energy was already gone for Charlie, so that I, I don't I didn't feel what I should have been feeling when Charlie actually died. 
Um, but I don't think he should have died at all. And we had that conversation when we covered this. I know you disagree with that, but uh, I don't know. This he must he must die there. Well, anyway, why did you change my rating on that to eleven? Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> Well, that was awkward. I thought you were like, you're talking really good about the episode. I thought, well, might as well bump it up for him. He seems to be enjoying it. And then you. But this, I, you know, it's just a, like, it doesn't surprise me that the audience loved this episode so much. It's just, it's a pretty obvious episode to love. But <laughs> it's an obvious episode to love, but I ain't loving it. No, look, I, here's, I here's, 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 here's. <laughs> Here's what here's my different just this differentiation between through the looking glass glass and the brig. The brig okay. is representative of everything that Lost is capable of. It's capable of doing such amazing things with both plot and character, and 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 zoning zooming way in on on both at the same time, and and really blowing my mind. And then through the looking glass is like, yep, this is what Lost always does. It's like, yeah, we'll answer a couple questions, but we're going to raise like 27 more and there's going to be a lot of trekking and there's going to be so much plot you won't even recognize any oh, characters. Oh, someone's trekking the brig. Come on, someone's <laughs> trekking the brig. Come on. Let's not, let's not. Yeah. yeah. You can't, the trekking bit. Come on. Let's just walk that one back a bit there. Okay, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it, the, I, it, it's, it's, it's the formula for a lost finale. That's what through the looking glass is. Pretty good but, formula. But other other than the flash forwards, the flash forwards are very cool. Yeah, they're they're shocker that the flashbacks are gone, Mister Sal. Will you miss the flashbacks? Yes, I will miss the flashbacks. But are you happy because to see the flash forwards? Whoa. I'm happy to see the flash forwards, but I I do I do worry oh. that leaving the flashbacks and switching to flash forwards is going to mean more plot at the expense of character. That's fine. Oh, okay. I'm glad you think so. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, and you think so too. I'm sure. So we're we're all we're all good. Um, well, I'm I agree for the most part with your rating. Yeah, you know, you have some oddballs there, like the man behind the curtain being at the bottom, the looking glass through the looking glass not being closer to the top. It's you know, but eh, whatever. Live and let live, I guess, is what they say, Mr. Sal. That but, and that's what I'll say because ways to discuss yourself are characters that have died and how we feel about their death. There's and a lot of them this characters. season. There's quite a few. I know um we yeah, there's, we we got, there's no Danny or Miss Clue involved just because they were quite minor compared to the rest. We also I know that oh, we, we didn't have them have her written down, but Colleen, not even part of contention. <laughs> but Echo, yeah. Nikki, Paolo, Anthony Cooper, aka OG Sawyer, Charlie, and Tom. Um, Naomi what? and Mikkel are not yeah. here uh, because at least I, I I have no say on it because perhaps I know or I don't know. But uh, Mr. Sal thinks there's a reasonable chance that either of the two are still alive. And mm-hmm. that is fair. So they're not included. So we go with this is our list. Uh, again, Echo. Or Echo. It's been a while. Echo, Nikki, Paolo, OG Sawyer, Charlie, Tom. Mm-hmm. What a choice, Mr. Sal. And do you want me to go first or would you like to start? Well, it's your turn. So. Is it my turn? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll start with my most shocking death, Mr. Sal. 
Okay. Whose death rocked my world, Mr. Sal? Who do you think it could be? Uh, probably Nikki. So, it is OG Sawyer. Oh, 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 oh. And I guess it's kind of unfair because I, I know how all the characters go, obviously. But when I first watched this, I really didn't think Sawyer would kill OG Sawyer. I thought he would either, like, chicken out. Even when, even when I figured out, but even prior to that, I didn't think Locke would actually kill Anthony Cooper. And then um, when when it was like, oh, he's, you know, the OG Sawyer, maybe or Sawyer will. I didn't think Sawyer still would, but he did. So there you go. So Okay. Do uh, you want to take a guess at mine? Uh, <laughs> I know it's not Charlie. Maybe Tom. Oh, good guess. But no, it's also OG Sawyer. Oh. <laughs> yes. Really? I... I uh, some some different reasons. I think just for me, it, the the whole thing was just jaw dropping because I, I I never saw it coming, and I had every reason to see it coming. It, it makes so much sense. That I he was the OG Sawyer. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what I love about the break of just um. Yeah, it makes so much sense that Anthony Cooper's OG Sawyer. It's just yep. Why why not piece it together sooner? I don't know. But I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I, I agree. That is the most shocking death. Now, not so much because Sawyer killed him. I think Sawyer killing him was go. I, I never doubted once, that he would do it. Yeah, once, once, yeah, once, once you did. know. Yeah. Okay, that's what you mean. Yeah. yeah. I, I disagree with that. I felt that he would still, like, I don't know. I just felt like some sort of plot. He just would reason out or he wouldn't want to kill him anyway or something would happen with that. But even like yes. prior to that, I certainly didn't think he was going to die even prior to right. that. And I guess in that moment, you go, well, why is Sawyer going to kill this man? There's no, there's no reason to just because he's locked with them. There's why, mm-hmm. why is he going to do it? Oh, that's right. why. Yeah. All right. So then let's talk about the saddest death. For me, uh, do you want to take a guess? Hmm. Your saddest death. The thing is, so, so, so I would you gonna... see Charlie. Uh-huh. I mean, you, you weep for his death. The issue is that you weep too soon. Um, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I'm gonna th- I'm gonna I'm gonna say Charlie. I'm gonna say you said Charlie, despite how you felt. Yeah, no, I did say Charlie. Uh, that I mean, that's the saddest episode of Lost that there's been, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, was the great was greatest hits. Even though he didn't die in that episode, that was like that. I mean, that was his in memoriam episode. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I I love that episode. It, it was so sad, and honestly, it's sad for Aaron and it's sad for Claire uh, as well so yeah I, that, that it's Charlie for me right. I will take a that? guess uh, I think yours is Charlie too huh you're right yay yeah, I like I being right. more to say on that but uh, yeah Charlie <laughs> sad to see him go he will be missed and beloved and mm-hmm. I'm sad that he's gone but you know I'm not sad who's gone the next character on your list Mr. Sal Okay. Who is the character that will miss the least? Well, it's not Charlie, and it's not Echo, and it's not Tom. I know you really like Tom. So that brings me <laughs> to... really a Tom here. Yeah, Tom might be the one you miss the most. I'm not sure. But uh, I, I'm going to say it's it's got to be either Nikki Paolo or, or OG Sawyer, but I don't know how you distinguish between Nikki and Paolo. So I'm going to say, no, it can't be OG Sawyer. He's a cool like device in the flashback so uh i'm gonna say you said nikki 
half right, Nikki slash Paolo. I did not differentiate between the two. <laughs> <laughs> I totally just went off saying both of them because I can't pick one of them. So, Kurt, you know what? I'm, I'm I did the same, the same exact thing. <laughs> 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 oh, but you did Nikki and Paolo. I did Nikki yes. slash Paolo. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No, yeah, yeah, you yeah, can't. Yeah. How do you differentiate between these two? You can't. So... You really, there's not like, I yeah. have no favoritism towards one over the other. I could barely, like, no. I don't know. Yep. No, I, I don't care about those two. Actually, if, if, if I had to pick, I think Paolo was in some cooler moments, like when we see him in the flashbacks. But that's yep. not like his character. That's just where he was eventually, like, yeah. when he's hiding in the bathroom and stuff. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't feel the need to distinguish between these two. <laughs> I feel a fine need now, but yeah, there you go, Nikki and Paolo. Yep, yep. same here. Be, you will not be missed, sadly. <laughs> it's not as much as the others. That's uh, right. We miss this L. We yes. don't miss them, but who do you miss? Presumably not Nikki or Paolo the most, but <laughs> OG Sawyer, Charlie or Tom, do you miss the most? I think. I think it's not OG Sawyer, and. See, thing is, I don't think you must Charlie because Charlie's what made him so interesting in season three was the fact that he was going to die. So him not dying. <laughs> in fact, you were mad when he didn't die. Kind of. You're like, yeah. I, I want his head. <laughs> so I, I think I think you will not miss it the most. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's either OG Sawyer or Mr. Echo. Um, man, it's a hard choice. Not see Mr. Echo. I think. You were, the listeners don't know this, but the cost of living, Echo's episode, which earlier in the season, was at one point this night or day, depending on when you're listening, was your fifth ranked episode. It was. I just, I just moved it, it out. It did get moved around. So I'm going to go with Mr. Echo based on yeah, that. Yeah, that, that's, that's easy. It, it was an easy choice for me. I, I did miss Mr. Echo through this entire season. I love that character. He retired as, as, you know, with a perfect score, all his episodes were ten out of him ten. And Lucia. Yeah, him and Anna Lucia, champions. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, there's still Juliet and Claire with with active ten streaks. Okay, oh, you went back and retconned Claire's. I retconned Claire. Yes, I did, and, but I think rightfully so. I think you know, retrospectively, that <laughs> should have been a ten. I should have given it a ten the first time around. I love that episode. So. I I'm gonna miss Echo a lot. I already do miss Echo a lot. I think he did so much for Locke's character at the end of season two, and it, the cost of living is. Uh, and I talked about what a beautiful episode Greatest Hits is. The cost of living is such a beautiful individual story. I, I mean, considering the circumstances that they had to write him off the show because he wanted to leave, they did an amazing job with it. I, I, and I I. I love that episode so much. It's so so heavily thematic and uh, guilt and reconciliation. Oh, it's, it's so good. So yeah, echoes echoes my guy. I miss him. And I think you, I I don't. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if you said echo, but I don't think you did, and I don't think you said Charlie. Uh, I'm I'm really leaning on Tom here, but I, I think I think I'm gonna go with OG Sawyer. I think you're gonna miss OG Sawyer the most. Val, you're a wise man, but not oh, wise enough. No. <laughs> it was Echo. <laughs> it was also, we have the same picks, oh, Mr. Man. Sam. We all the it same. was Echo. Wow. It was Echo. I I, I wow. my first initial thought was I feel like I'm gonna say Tom. I enjoyed him with the others, like his yep. he wasn't like a central character, but I love his time with them. 
But then I thought about it for more than a moment. I went, no, but Echo was just so good. I mean, I, I, <laughs> the, the thing is, is like, I don't miss him too much now because it's been so long. But he was a great character. And if I could bring any one of them back, I would bring back Echo. So I think just by that like, yeah. you know, that reasoning, I, I miss him the most. I would bring him back yeah. if I could out of any yeah. of them. I think, you know, so. Yep. Moral I totally agree. Charlie, that, that'd be a wrinkle in the works. Yeah, I, I, I think you're, you hit the nail on the head with Charlie. It's like, what made him so interesting was the fact that he was going to die. So he's got to die. Like that's uh, to bring him back. Doesn't. Yeah. You can't bring him back. There's some ways he could not die, but they don't have to be essentially just like, they'd have to be something that would have to happen. Right. Like he's very hard to tell the story without him dying on the way you set yourself up. So yeah, totally agree with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But now we, we've spoken on our memorial to those that have that have fallen in this season of Lost, may may perhaps many more or not many more fall in the next season. Uh, more choices, more fall. But we're now on to our titles, the best title and the worst title. You mm-hmm. seem to have a wide variety of selection choices. For your or do I? I'm I'm struggling with this. You're looking. I I have two that I am stuck between, as well. Oh, um, oh okay. For each I best spit. and worst? No, just for best. Well, worst, okay. I won't even reveal to you that, that debacle. Um, <laughs> okay. I mean, do, do you even want to try guessing for me? Oh, man. Uh, I, mean, I, think... I will say this. Before you even try to guess, I'll, I'll, I'm going to go right ahead and say it. I think the season has a lot of great titles. The, I do, too. I've got I four think... listed here as possible. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at these titles. titles and I go, that's a pretty good title. That's a good title. That's not good. Like, or not. Like, these are all these, like, even even if you want to say these, like, all these titles are, give or take some, pretty informative as to mm-hmm. what, what what's in them, which is what a title should mainly serve. But a lot of them are really good, which I'm not going to give any examples because that might go away. My, yeah. So I've, uh, I've got pick. actually five top picks here, and uh, so I'm going to have to narrow it down to one. But I remember you talking about how much you loved one particular title uh, when, when it was happening, and I think maybe you stuck with it. I'm going to say your favorite title of the season is not in Portland. Uh, that title was probably my third. It was, it was at one point written down, but it got superseded by two other titles. Two? Wow. Okay. I, I I pick the man from Tallahassee. That's your favorite title. That's my favorite title. Right, the cool. the the reveal of it, which I know for you is a bit spoiled because you 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 saw the thumbnail, but I remember when I seen it, I was like, wow, very. I like that title a lot, and I remember that episode because of it, and it's a very good title. Even after like quite a bit later, I still remember that episode title and what what happens in it, just based on that alone. Um, my second pick, which I, I debated, was Enter Seventy Seven. Which, when I think about it, it it's an interesting choice. But yeah. I like, I like, I, I like the whole gimmick of it. Of just you know, it, it, it's the it's the idea of um actually the same gimmick that Not in Portland uses, which is it says it to you, and then you think about it, and then when it happens in the episode, you go, oh, this is this is this is what the title told me. Like this is like the, the, the title. Warned me of this. Like I, I this is important. <laughs> yeah. So it is that gimmick actually, and I guess I like to. I like. I do like it. I guess more than uh, not in Portland, but not in Portland. I would definitely say it's my third pick. It is. It is a okay. good title. So now, Mister right. Sal, 
The question yeah. is you. Is that I really I, I really don't know what title we would have picked here because I think there's so many good titles. Like not in Portland. There are really good. a lot of good titles. Uh, yeah. You strike me as a person that would love that would love what's one that maybe you're not like gonna expose. cheat you're not cheating are you i'm not okay i would have to click you okay. see if i click because i could save it as a copy and then look at it in the copy oh <laughs> that would, but i'm changing it like crazy right now so <laughs> <laughs> and i have a list of five under best titles so oh you can be anyone i you really don't even don't know, know which one <laughs> i got could it be expose your favorite title is that what you're asking are you asking no, no, I'm not. I, I, that is like a, there's no way. I can't tell if you're just that. thinking out loud or if you're no. if you're actually no, no, no. Oh, well, if I do that, maybe maybe it'll help me out. Um, man, I something about Doc and Mr. Sal, just Doc. That was a sad episode to record, though. <laughs> oh man, what a sad one to record. Um, man, I I just got to pick and I. I think I think just because you said it, it was a bit of a delayed reaction for you for greatest hits, like how Charlie says at the end. I think you picked greatest hits. Kurt, you're right. Really? Yeah. I'm shocked I got that you're, right. You're right. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I did can't. pick greatest hits. Uh, good for you, man. Uh, <laughs> I have a list of five. I just wanted to say the other ones. DOC was on that list. I love that title. Uh, yeah, I know and I love that episode. Enter Doc, 77 was also, also on my list. Uh, Not in Portland was on my list. And The Cost of Living, I, I do like that title as well. But, a good gr- one. Yeah. but Greatest Hits is uh, per- uh, a perfect title for the episode. I, I love it. It's a great title. I mean, yeah. so, this, this might be a one season of television that's such a great title, Zach. Like when I, when I yeah. look at it, there's so many great titles. Granted, there's a lot of episodes. There's so many yeah. great titles. Like, really they are, are. Really, they are really good titles. Did you like Enter 77 more than not in Portland? Or less mm, as a as a title, yes, yeah, title. Uh, yes, I did. Okay, then we are we are equal on that. I guess I just I just like the man from Tallahassee much more than you did. But well, the man from Tallahassee, I think I would have liked more if I hadn't seen that damn thumbnail. That that really did <laughs> screw me up. That was messing yeah, my head. But but gr- greatest hits is like you know it's a great Naomi title. Naomi drops the the title. Uh, you know, that says that there's a greatest hits album for Drive Shaft now since Charlie has died, which, you know, that incepts in his head. Oh, that's what I'm going to call this list. This is my greatest hits and, and, the, and the memory. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry right now. So, yeah, it's, it's the best title for me. I love it. Now, can you guess what I picked for the worst title? I'm not even sure I know what I'm going to pick. For the worst uh, title yeah, yet. this is a lot harder. Um, I, ha- I will tell you, I have three on my list. I think I know which one I'm going to pick, but I, man, I, I would love to pick all three. <laughs> I wish you could be all three, huh? Um, I'm looking through these real quick. A Tale of Two Cities is a reference to something that I can't remember now because it's been since episode one. Um, I mean, it's, I think it's a I, book. It's a book. A Charles, okay. Dickens, Charles Dickens book. Uh, you didn't say that in a very pleasant way, though. I think you picked Expose. That's what I um, about. Uh, I, I kind of like Expose as a title, actually. Uh, <laughs> so no, I, I did not pick that. That is not even on my list. Um, right. I, I thought I did think okay. about A Tale of Two Cities. That is on my list. It's, I didn't ultimately go with it, but I still although I don't get that title. I don't get it at all. Uh, maybe the, <laughs> I, I mean I've read the book. I don't remember enough about it to to see where the connection is with this episode, and I don't 
I, you know, unless you consider Hydra Island and it seems to be your least favorite title right now, Mr. So the way you're it's talking pretty about bad. It. It's pretty but bad. I also considered uh Catch 22 just to pile on to that crappy episode. Oh, but on. but I, I also just don't like that title. I like the book had nothing to do with the episode, and I don't feel like that's really a catch twenty-two situation. So I, I almost picked that one, but ultimately I landed on the glass ballerina because I it's literally a 30 second flashback. And that is the only reference to a glass ballerina. It's not even, I don't, I mean, it's, I guess it's, it's okay. Sun it shows she's a liar. It's yeah. A, yeah. It's, sun it's lies. Shows, she'll lie to any cost. Mr. Cell liar, liar, sun on fire. But you know what it, it shows? It shows that she was an eight-year-old who lies, and all eight-year-olds lie. And if they break Mr. something, Sal. they're all going to lie and say they didn't oh do it. Oh, my gosh. So. You heard the scoop here. Eight-year-old Mr. Sal broke things and lied. <laughs> <laughs> Call the fire department. It's true. So that is ultimately what I'm going with, the Glass Ballerina. I, I think that's a garbage title. Okay. Interesting. All well, right. Now, before we get talking what, about the other week titles, let's if there are any other week ones, I guess it's your pick. No, that that's 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 the that's the end of my list. Um I think that your least favorite title of the season is Trisha Tanaka is dead. Interesting choice. I have picked I don't know. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I, I jumped the gun on it. Now you're gonna change it. I thought I thought you had it. No, I I, um, I I did I did predecide. I mean, I didn't actually when I, when I was writing like when I was making my choices. I really just did not know. I well, we've been talking about it. I made the decision as I, I as I kept guessing for you. I don't like expose, and I think that just might be because <laughs> like the title of expose is what I think the movie that um it's the, it's the TV show TV show. Sorry, that Nikki's in, mm-hmm. but it's like okay. Like this, I, I. But do you know what an expose is? Isn't it like revealing something about someone? Yeah, it's an ex, it's a, it's a like an article or a news piece that exposes, like a a fraud or exposes a corruption of some kind. Uh, that's what yeah. the episode did. It was an exposure yeah. of Nikki and Paolo. So I kind of like that title actually. But well, if you don't like it, that's okay. I won't hold it well, against not- you. Well now, well now you've kind of you know, you've <laughs> yeah. Why not? I'll say Electricity Tanaka's dead. That's hey, not, that's not them. Yeah, I'll swap <laughs> over them. I'll swap over Electricity Tanaka's dead. Well, let's, let's memorialize it. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do like right. trying two more than Electricity Tanaka's dead. Yeah. A Tale of Two Cities. Uh, I, I like when I first, I just kind of took that as like uh, there's like the others and then there's the survivors. And I was like the tale of the both of them, the tale yeah. of two cities. So whatever. The glass ballerina. But there wasn't, there wasn't any though. The survivors weren't in that episode. It was all on Hydra Island. Yeah, but like the survivors were on Hydra Island. Okay. Like three of them, but you know they're there. Listen, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a good title. I'm not saying it's a good title. Okay. Yeah. I'm saying I like it more than Trisha Tanaka's dead because yes, there's Trisha Tanaka and she does die. But like, why do I care? <laughs> no offense. Because giant comet. Yeah, I guess. So not not comet, meteorite, whatever it is. Meteoroid, meteorite, meteor tide, meteor might, meteor can I see how you feel about the next season coming up, Mr. Cell. We're gonna talk about the missing pieces. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll hopefully remember. I'll 
link a video that has all the missing pieces in the description. If I can remember to do so by next week, missing pieces. Then we're on to season four. And wow, the stomp goes on. Listen, we've, we've had an incline going up, right? Every season better than the last. Can season four continue to deliver? We'll have to find out. Um, what's the sticker for? <laughs> Technically, my averages have gone up. But... <laughs> when the rising averages means better performing seasons. Yeah. And let's see if season four can be the cream of the crop. I, I'll be shocked if this is like, if season four becomes your highest ever season, but you go, eh, I still like season two more. I'm like, what? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> there there is a non-zero chance of that you know honestly one of the characters that i miss i mean obviously i miss i don't see it like crazy she she was such a great character and and now echo as well but i really miss michael i was convinced that we were going to have michael in season three i'm shocked we didn't and i miss that character a lot yeah and that that might be one of the reasons why i still latch on to season two We'll have to see. I remember in season, early season two, we were like, he's the, he's kind of like the new main character in a way. Like he's got all the screen time, and then he ran off up north, and then uh, then things happened, and now uh, he's not even been around for all of season three. I have not seen a single lick of Michael. Uh, a Michael, a Michael liquor. <laughs> Michael liquor. We'll have to we'll have to see. So, so you you kept saying that. I, I was like, I really like Michael. You like oh, you're a Michael liker. Michael Licker. <laughs> Michael Licker. Michael Licker. <laughs> different time, yeah. different place. We'll have to see. Season four. Hopefully, hopefully it's a good one. Uh, you have any like predictions or anything you want to talk about for? Well, I'm going to predict that we're going to see Michael again. <laughs> I mean, I already made predictions about the body. I said, I think it's the dead person, I think is Locke. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said it's possible that it's Ben or Michael, but I'm going with Locke. Okay. Uh, I am going to make predictions that we're done with flashbacks. And we're not yeah, actually, no. um, we will still have some flashback stuff. Yeah, but, I figured. But the, the listen, every episode, you're not going to get flashbacks. It's not going to be like as consistent and as a true. You've, you've answered be. this. You've answered yeah. this question before, but I, I'll ask again because I've forgotten the answer. Are the episodes still point of view episodes, or is that more sporadic as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're point of view episodes for the most part. You'll get like, yeah, they're they're point of view for the most part. Yeah. I really like point of view episodes for whatever reason. I I, I really do. And you know, I also it gives you something to latch on to to remember the episode. Yeah. Now. It really does. Yeah. It does make it easier to remember the episode because you can yeah. take it, latch on to it, and it's a. Uh, it's not good. It's pretty good. Yeah, this is for the most part like singular point of view episodes, uh, with the occasional yeah. like maybe like a, a group flashback, possibly. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. But um, Michelle, I'll I'll prompt you for this because I guess it's a more suitable time than next week's. Who do you think, if it is an individual or if it is even a typical style episode, uh, will it be centric around? I'm not asking for flashback, flash forward, but. You're talking. You're talking. Not talking about missing pieces, right? You're talking about episode oh, yes. one of season four. Yes. Okay. So every season has been Jack to start the season. I do think. Oh, we ended the season on Jack. I know, and that that gives me pause here. But I do think it still makes sense to start the season with Jack. Okay. So I I, I think that that makes sense. Having said that, 
I have seen a thumbnail. The thumbnail is Hurley. So, mm. I, I, but I, I, so I think it's probably one of those two, but I'll go with Jack. Okay. Well, well to find out, but Michelle, everything else you want to say about Lost? Huh? I'm enjoying it. I, 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 I am enjoying it. Uh, I, despite how low I rate, rated uh, through the looking glass, I still give it a nine. I still am enjoying it. Uh, I, I'm cautiously optimistic because there are some things that I, I really worry about that could force the episode, the series to jump the shark. Things like Jacob specifically. So we'll see. I mean, there, there are still ways that I could be satisfied with the Jacob storyline, but I'm very worried about that storyline. Well, that that's, that's a wrap for season three. Uh, yep. Exciting times for season four, but listener, continue to listen on. We're, we're going to steam through season four before you know it. And thank you for listening. Listener, you listen quite well for being a listener, which is a good thing, not a bad thing. That kind of sounds like a negative thing for being blank. But uh, if you want to support the podcast, sharing it, rating, subscriptions, always appreciated. If you want to contact us, show up at podcast.gmail.com. We have other series, Ozark, The Leftovers. Those are all completed up and well, Leftovers is all done and dusted. Ozark, new season is yet to drop. Russian Doll is all done, uh, barring the mm-hmm. recap, which will be out this uh, Monday. And uh, some Black Mirror episodes and obviously the rest of the Lost. So uh, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week.